0: The Functional Health Forum on KPRZ is sponsored by the Cancer Call Center. The information and opinions expressed on the Functional Health Forum are intended to address specific questions asked or situations described on the program and are not designated to constitute advice or recommendations as to any disease, ailment, or physical condition. You should not act or rely on any information contained in this program without seeking the advice of your personal physician. If you have any questions about the information or opinions expressed during this program, please contact your doctor.
1: The doctor is in the house.
2: The Functional Health Forum is your place to talk with doctors to discuss and get answers to your medical questions at no charge each Saturday from noon to 1. If you've been diagnosed and wondered if there is another way, then call into the show today and talk with hosts Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler, 866 577 2473. And now it's time for the Functional Health Forum.
3: Hey, 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 you. Welcome to the Functional Health Forum, here on k 1210 AM, KPRZ. My name is Dr. Jurgen Winkler, and I'm here today with uh, my co-host, Rick Hill, and we'll be talking to you for the next 60 minutes about things relating to improving your health naturally, organically, and using the best science and nutrition. Rick Hill's been a cancer survivor for 42 years, so he's always got some interesting input on a lot of things we talk about. Uh, the to way to reach me is through uh, Quantum Functional Medicine. I'm the medical director there. That's located in Carlsbad, California. You can reach me at qfmedmed.com. You can view videos there and also previous shows on our website. We're also on social media Facebook, Twitter, Yelp, and LinkedIn. Well, today we have an interesting guest, and we've been trying to bring you each week another interesting topic. And We've talked about colon health, so if we look at people's overall health, we also want to know what's going on with the colon and how can we improve their health by way of the colon. So we brought in a specialist today. We have a colon hydrotherapist here with us today. Her name is Tatiana Luntz. She comes to us from her practice, which is in Escondido. It's called Restorations Alternative, health health, alternative Healthcare, Restorations Alternative Healthcare, and it's located in Escondido off of Felicita in Central City Parkway. Welcome, Tatiana.
4: Thank you, Dr. Winkle, so much. I'm super excited to be here and talk about my favorite subject, colon heart or poop. There you go. I just said
3: it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> because nobody really talks about poop. It's a taboo subject. They do sing songs about big butts, but nobody talks about uh, what's going on in there because... Uh, like I have experience for 15 years of being a colon therapist, and every time a new client comes into my office and lays on my table, I ask them, "Put your hand on your stomach." Like Rick, why don't you do that? Exactly like a vast majority of people, you put it on your belly, and that's not where your stomach is. That's where people think their stomach is. In the fr- like your belly in the front, you have the small intestine, and in the back, you have a large intestine. And your stomach, like way up. So, but uh, the reason we call it our stomach, and there's a, there's different things we have. Like I'm sick to my stomach, or I have butterflies in my stomach, because you actually refer to your colon because it's a very emotional organ. And um, w- when you have um, any kind of trouble emotionally, physically, you're gonna feel it in your colon, and uh, it gets backed up. And that's when people come and see me for constipation problems. So, Well, tell us,
3: how did you get into colon hydrotherapy? What made you take an interest in that?
4: Well, we opened our clinic together with my husband, Sarah Lance, and uh, he had a pleasure of meeting Dr. Thompson in Santa Barbara and going through a body cleanse. And that completely changed his health and uh, transformed him. And so he woke up one day and he decided to build a clinic and that's exactly what he did. And we were there for 15 years now. And uh, he is uh, also working there with me.
5: Now, your husband has what kind of clinic?
4: It's a restoration, restoration alternative health care. That's okay. what we do colon heart therapy. And
5: his specialty is what?
4: He is also called heart therapist. Oh, okay. Yes. And he also is a nutritional microscopist.
3: Gotcha. So, you know, one of the common things that I get is, is, talking to people about uh, getting colonics or even getting an enema. um, Tell us the difference. What's the difference between a colonic and an enema?
4: Uh, There's a big difference. With enema, you can only reach the lower part of the colon, so you miss about four feet of your colon. So um, basically you cannot do it at home. You have to go to a facility where they can perform either closed-system colonic or open-system colonic with a therapist present in the room. And... um, would you like me to describe Yeah, the what's the difference? Open system, oh, okay, closed okay. system. And
3: then how long is the colon? You said four feet. It's, it's f- the lower about part.
4: five and a half feet. And if you're like really tall person, then it's probably a little bit longer than that. Okay. And um, because when you do an enema, yes, you're going release some of the fecal impaction in the lower part of the, but then you cannot reach anywhere further when it, to the right side. And uh, you ascending part of the colon. That's very important part because you're still absorbing the nutrients from the small intestine there and the liquid it's kind of liquidy there still it goes up and down up and down and then you still absorb it into the bloodstream there so if you have uh, maybe just one or less bowel movement a day all that fecal matter is going to back up into your standing colon and you're going to reabsorb it back into your system and get self-intoxicated So when you do colonic, the water is going to gently hydrate and rehydrate all that uh, impaction and helps it will help you to release it with the water. There's a big difference because sometimes people think it's kind of like a diarrhea kind of thing, so you're going to lose your electrolytes, which is one of the myths because um, it's not the water, it's not the liquid that you're going to, uh, collect in your body electrolytes base and uh, get rid of toxicity, let's say when you have poison on your body and you have diarrhea, it's actually the water is going to go in and the same water is going to come out and uh, drive out all the impurities out of the body. So it's a big difference between diarrhea and a colonic.
3: So I was reading where people that are overweight, obese people as well as really skinny people mm-hmm. have problems with caked in. Yes. Stool. Is it really stuff that cakes to the lining of the colon?
4: Yes, it does. Absolutely. And that's why I recommend more than one colon therapy because some first one you come in and you rehydrate it. And it's really important, like if you never had a colonic done, to have another one the following day. Because let's say you loosen things up and we flush it out. And then your body is very smart. Immediately it knows you're detoxifying. So it's going to pull the toxins from the tissue, put it back into your bloodstream and move it through the liver back into your colon. So if you don't eliminate it next day, it's going to go back into your body again.
3: So it recycles. Exactly. So there is this, this sort of, we call enterohepatic recycling. So it's colon-liver recycling. So things yes. come out of the colon, yes. they recycle through the lymph and the bloodstream back into the liver, Yes. and the liver has to process it back out again. Exactly. So you can almost get like a recurring infection That never clears chronic infections in the bowels. We talk about candida, clostridium, other types of infections. So, with the colon hydrotherapy, would that cleanse that and also bring out more of the toxins, infections as you you repeat doing them?
4: Yes, because again, your body will not empty it until it knows there's a way to do it. So, if you start cleaning it out, it's going to, first of all, it's going to relieve your liver, your kidneys, your lymphatic system. And one of the first things that people notice. The next day their skin clears up or gets much, much better because if you don't eliminate through the colon, it's going to go through the skin, which is the largest eliminative organ in your body. So when you clean it out, your body will start dumping the toxins back into the bloodstream and out in the colon. So it's really good to do a series of colonics, like maybe 12 and 10 weeks, like two per per week and then... uh, for a couple of weeks and then once a week for another eight weeks. And then you can go on maintenance for once every month or once every two months.
3: So I'm failing on maintenance. You started, yes. I started six with you and then I haven't continued time <laughs> to get, time back, to get in. back in. Again. That's
4: right. Well, a lot of time people don't know that they're constipated and they say, Oh, I'm regular. I go every day. People do not know what constipation is. And, uh, it's really important to clear that up. Like, how many bowel movements one
3: well, should wh- have? What would be normal in terms of Three, having bowel movements? Three to four Three a or day? Three to four
4: a day, yes. Ouch, okay. Because think about it. That means you're running a lot.
3: <laughs> and even more after you have a colonic.
4: <laughs> well, you should go after every major meal, and everything should come Whatever you eat should come out. Because where is it going to go? Think about it.
3: It gets stuck.
4: It gets stuck. And uh, if you if your colon cannot eliminate it, it had to be stored somewhere. And where is it going to go? It's going to go into the tissue, and then you're going to retain the water and fat to store it in. And then, boom, we have overweight body, and we all want to lose it.
5: Wow. One thing I think our listeners would love to hear is a physical description.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes.
5: In other words, do I jump off the table when you put uh-huh. water in and run to the can is it? it do, is it? Do you get a lot of odor? Is mm-hmm. it noisy? Yeah. Am I passing gas every two seconds? I mean, yes. people have these wild ideas, yes, and when do. I try and describe to them what the instrument you use is, that they never leave the table, they 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 can't visualize what happens. And I think it would be helpful for our listeners if if you walked them through, come through the door am i standing there totally naked uh i mean that's why people don't go that's true that's because true because they misunderstand you you're talking about the the theory here and I want to yeah. know: Do I have to stand there, buck naked, and run around the room?
4: <laughs> yes, oh, I want to not believe in something. Well, you're going to scare her. <laughs> sometimes I even bring a, pe- a person with them, thinking that I'm going to put them in the, in the anesthesia. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, have I had,
3: probably had, want that.
0: Yeah.
5: Over the years, I've had some wild. Do I take my volume before
3: I
4: go.
5: <laughs> well, let's take
3: a uh, station break. We've got to. Uh, we've got several um, sponsors to the show. Uh, one is the uh, Cancer Call Center, the CancerCallCenter.com, and we don't make you sick to get you well. And then also the Life Credit Company, which is turning your life insurance into cash for treatment. So a lot of times we wonder what the cost is for different therapies, uh, especially if you are using uh, going for cancer therapy, immune-based therapies, the price gets very steep. So the, the Life Credit Company will tell us a little bit more about how you can turn your insurance policy into cash for treatment.
2: The National Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly.
0: If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com.
2: Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to QFMed.com or call 760-585-4616. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473.
3: Well, you just heard the phone number. If you need to call in, you have any questions for myself or for Tatiana, you can call the one 866 577 Two four seven three. We are here for your questions and we're going to go through a little bit more this afternoon talking about the description, sort of the environment of what happens when you get a colonic. Katya, tell us more.
4: Oh, I would love to because a lot of people are afraid to go get a colonic for that very reason because they're scared. And uh, believe me, once you get one done, you're not going to be scared anymore. So when you come in, I'm going to give you a very high fashionable outfit It's uh, shorts in the top that open in the back. So you're going to be completely covered during the session. And then you're going to have a self-insertion of the speculum. That's all disposable. It's going to be only used one time. And um, the self-insertion is easy. People are basically afraid of two things during colonic. They're afraid of something going on in their butt. And they are afraid to make a mess on the table. And believe me, none of that
5: happens. Now, when you say self insertion. Yes. That's confusing to me. Yes. Because I've had a hundred of these. I didn't do anything myself.
4: Yes, well, it's a new rule and uh, by law we are required to let the client insert themselves and I guide you through it and it's very easy. So, just it's it's good to know that you uh, rectum is as wide as your mouth wide open. So it's a wide opening. The only tight area is the sphincter, the muscle that holds everything together. Thank God for the sphincter. Nothing falls out as you walk. So once.
5: <laughs> Can you imagine following somebody down the sidewalk? <laughs> Could you tighten up? A little bit up <laughs> <laughs> so the,
4: uh, the sphincter is very well lubricated. I, I, uh. It
5: does not hurt. No, I can tell you. No, 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 it does listeners. not.
4: No, because, but for example, I work in a lot of kids. Like my youngest was seventeen months old, and he slept through the whole entire session. So kids are not mentally scared to do it. They they laugh, they they sleep. They are not so like worked up by the fact that the 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 thought in your head that oh my god, something's going to go in my butt. I'm going to be on the table pooping, and there's going to be another person in the room watching the whole thing. What if something leaks out or gas, and they just freak out? Well, instead, you're going to be very relaxed. You're going to have ni- it's going to be nice music playing. I'll guide you through the whole process. You're going to be on your back once you well once you insert the speculum, and we're going to gently infuse the water in your colon. There's a big difference between an and a colonic. Enema, the pressure goes under two pounds per square inch. So it goes a little faster, higher pressure. Colonic is only quarter pound per square inch. Mm -hmm. So it's extremely gentle. And I can regulate. I can, let's say you have um, a little cramp or discomfort. I can stop the water and have you breathe through because we use a lot of breast techniques. And when you're ready, we're going to turn the water back on again and it starts going inside your colon. So you have uh, time. You, like... We are a team, me and you. And our goal is to retrain your colon for better bowel movements. And you are you are the healer. I'm just there to assist you right.
3: in have well, got we've got a caller here on the line. We have Lynn who has some questions. Okay. Lynn, are you there? Hey. Hi. Hi Lynn.
6: Um, hi. I am turning uh tuning in a little late and I listened a little bit, but I have a question about <laughs> I have a question about the colon therapy. Um, do I have to do it once or keep doing it to have all the benefits from <laughs> it?
4: Thank you, Lynn, very much. You will get a benefit if even if you just have one colonic, but I highly recommend that you do a series of that because uh, typically when people come in first time for to do a colonic, they want to lose weight, and uh, once they experience that and they get to a much better feeling physically, and that's what they want to feel all the time. So, because we live in a civilized world now, we eat civilized food that's not always healthy, and there's stress, and there's environmental toxins that constantly bombard our colon. So every breath you take ends up in your colon. So you need to clean it out uh, regularly. Let's say once a month is a good way to do it. Once you, I, I usually suggest that you do three sessions to start. So you can get an idea of how much better you can feel. Because first first sessions, you're going to feel a little bit tired that day. And uh, the next day, you're going to feel better. And after second colonic, you're going to have feel energy right away. And after third one, you're going to feel better. So every time you do it, you're going to have a better feeling of better health.
5: And by the fourth one, you're yodeling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe. And you have a little maybe.
4: zip in your step, right?
6: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Lynn,
3: well, does that answer your question?
6: Yes, it does. Thank
3: you so much. All righty, thanks for calling in. No
6: problem.
4: All righty. Yes, yeah, so I uh, yes, and uh, so once you filled up with water, the you're gonna tell me when you want to empty. So I'm listening to you. So then we're gonna empty, and during the empty cycle, I do different body work. I was trained by Connie Orr, who is the founder of IACT, which is International Association for Kihara Therapy, and the method that we used that she came up with. We use acupressure points. We we use reflexology. We work on meridian lines. We work head to toe. There's pressure points that um, relate to the colon through the entire body, mm-hmm. on the head, on your arms, on your on your fingers, on your legs, on your feet. So sometimes um, I work the legs or the thighs, and things started coming out. Because if you look at the picture of the colon, it's kind of like a shoe horse like you were mentioning. And if you look at my arms, it's the same thing. So your right hand is going to be the beginning of your call, and it's going to go the, then the, up to your elbow, your ascending call, then transverse, then on the other side transverse, and then goes descending. And your left hand is your rectum. So if you push like in between your thumb and the index finger, and it hurts on your right hand, it means you have most probably storage and fecal matter so on the right side. that's an acupressure point. Yes, exactly. Number yes, number
3: four, which is an acupressure. That's interesting Yes, that that's actually an acupressure. And
4: then if it's hurting on your left mm. hand, you probably have more fecal matter on the, in the descending part of your colon. And most of the people actually have it on the right because, again, that's where things are backed up. So it's, let's say you defecate, but a lot of stuff is still stuck on there right so side. there's some
3: interesting reflexology points in the, yes. in the arms you're saying
4: legs the same way and the legs it's the same way exactly the same way yes well,
3: let me, let's figure out we have another caller here uh, Dina, are you there
1: I'm um, hello hello there hello how you Dina. doing
3: okay yeah you had a question for for tatiana
1: um not a question so much actually I've been uh, going to see tatiana for. Geez, how long has it been?
4: Oh, my God, Dana. Years? Hi. Oh, it's Dan. Okay. Dana. 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 Dana has been my client for probably uh, 13 years.
1: <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I got diagnosed with uh, Crohn's disease when I was um, actually on my 30th birthday. And uh, my now wife of uh, 14 years um, tried to convince me to go see you for two years, three years. And I finally went And um, Tatiana's actually kept me out of the hospital for 14 years before I needed surgery. And um, she's just been amazing.
5: Now, isn't Crohn's disease sort of the opposite of being constipated, where they're actually going too often, too watery, cramping, or the whole thing? What what was your experience, Dana? Uh, I'm,
1: I'm actually the opposite of that. Um, I, they still don't know why. Um, but I'm in a constant state of severe, extreme constipation. Hmm. Um, cause the, uh, intestinal swelling that I have and, uh, inflammation is so severe, um, that I'm, it's constantly getting stuck there and they put me on every medication on the market. Uh, two of them hospitalized me, and nearly killed me, um, a year and a half ago. And, um, the only thing that's actually helped is the colonics.
5: And cascara sagrada won't help or senna or any, any natural type of preparation?
1: Sometimes if I, if I act soon enough, uh, yes. Um, actually one of the things that uh, Tatiana recommended, uh, the flush with the pH, that one is the one that I use the most. It's the only thing that seems to
5: work. Um, whether it's, you know, extreme or I'm um, just getting to it early. Well, it's a very serious illness. Doc, you probably run into this. And so, Dana, and, have, and Dana,
4: okay. we typically did it like two sessions in a row, right? Like, well, you wait a little bit too long and you come in in total distress. <laughs> and- <laughs> Help <laughs> me! Yeah. Yeah.
5: So
4: like, exactly. We
1: usually like to do it between two and four times in a row. And, you know, I've referred a, a lot of people over the years to her. Um, friends of mine and stuff that have had various health problems and I always tell them you know don't think you're going to go in there and just have a miracle in one session you know you'll get the most out of it if you do it several times in a row and the ones that have listened um, have really benefited from it but you know a lot of people especially guys they don't like don't want to go into a room and you know have a well, Tube put in their butt, and you know that's an uncomfortable situation. But once you get past that, that the benefits of it are just ridiculous. And it took, like I said, three years for my wife to convince me to go down and see her. But I've been seeing her regularly ever since. In fact, it's so funny that um, I'm on here today because I was going to call you
3: and schedule an appointment.
1: Oh,
4: very
3: good. <laughs> <laughs> call. Hey, let her pull her appointment book out right now for you.
4: <laughs> that's great. Well, I well, also thank you, Dana, so much. I wanted to know it's. It's not just good for people who are constipated. A lot of people don't even know they constipated till they have a colonic, and so much comes out, they just shocked. It's uh, they, they cannot believe it because they did an experiment with uh, like very normal people, and they put forty beads in their food, and they tracked it down. When is the last bead gonna come out? And they found out it took for normal people, healthy, regular bowel movements, it took one week for the last bit to come out. And for constipated person, it took 40 days. So let's say you have your Thanksgiving dinner, you have some corn in there, and you see corn come out next day. And you think, oh my God, great, everything's coming out, but not necessarily so. Things can get stuck in your colon for many, many days and weeks even. So... um,
3: so by definition, we're all constipated. I don't know anybody that goes four <laughs> times a day.
4: <laughs> exactly. Right. So because in mucus colitis, the mucosa, uh, tenacious mucus may be, um, it has to be soaked for a long, long time to release all that uh, toxicity. So even in the um, autopsies, they found it was very difficult to remove that uh, matter, even with forceps and a really strong uh, Stream of water because it gets stuck in the mucus. So we want to make sure to, to hydrate the colon. That's one thing the colonic does. It introduces water back into the colon and washes it, hydrates it, so that all impaction can come out and not intoxify you again.
5: Let me well, ask Dana. Dana, when you get a colonoscopy, what what do they find? Yeah.
1: Um, mostly inflammation, uh, sometimes areas that are ulcerated. Um, I frequently have internal bleeding, um, but it's, it's usually just severe inflammation. And obviously, there's they just cut out uh, two and a half feet of extremely mm-hmm. scarred tissue. Um, can I you eat
5: gluten, picture of it. Dana? Uh, can can um, you tolerate gluten in your diet or don't you know? I'm not
1: really sure. I haven't been successful at uh, staying completely gluten-free long enough to know for sure if I would benefit from a totally gluten-free diet. Um, that's one of my biggest issues is self-control. And it gets me in a lot of trouble. And I run to Tatiana screaming and crying. <laughs>
3: well, you know, gluten is actually addicting. <laughs> if you listen to it's some huge. of the work behind that, it's got an opioid-like quality to it. So when people are getting that kind of a food in their diet, you actually crave it. It's really hard to break the habit. So I encourage you to really try to do that because that would make a big difference. There's another um, study that was done, I believe it was done in Heidelberg, um, probably five or six years ago with the use of butyrate. So they were adding calcium, magnesium, butyrate uh, capsules. They would open them up and put them into an enema, and they were actually getting good responses to Crohn's disease something to look at if you have time on the internet is to look into the use of butyrate as an animal or why not as a part of your colonic. how do you spell that it's butyrate is B- b-u-t-y-r-a-t-e butyrate okay and Thank it was you. used as an ingredient it also helps heal the, the colon lining so something it's something fundamentally
5: cal cal Mag.
3: It's well. That's the sort of the the cation that they put in there, right? So it's it can be done as phenylbutyrate. butyrate. It can be done as calcium magnesium butyrate. But the calcium magnesium butyrate are, are is very easy to obtain. So two or three in, 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 in an enema or even in, in your colonic would probably make a difference.
1: Is that yeah. something you can um, have access to, Tatiana, for when I come in?
4: Well, I'll I'll cool. try to find <laughs> it. <laughs>
3: She can come by my yes. office. We have it. It's easy to get. <laughs> all right. Thank you uh, so much for calling in, Dana. Appreciate it. And I know you've uh, Tatiana's had a lot of experience and she's helped a lot of people. So I appreciate uh, a good testimony. Oh, Thanks for the no call. No problem at all.
1: Thank you. All right. And Tatiana, if you wouldn't mind, uh, I'd like to jump on a schedule as soon as possible. So we'll okay, you, <laughs> <Thank laughs> you
3: All right. Thank you. We need to take another thank station you. break. We have uh, the Cancer Call Center uh, sponsoring us as well. The CancerCallcenter.com. We don't make you sick to get you well.
4: Yeah.
2: The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly.
0: Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QFMed, each patient's treatment is personalized, using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to QFMed.com or call
7: 760-585-4616. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com.
2: You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jürgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473.
3: We're back again. Here talking to Tatiana from Restoration's Alternative Healthcare, talking to us about colonics and the health benefit of getting colonics on a regular basis she's mentioned that we should have at least three, four bowel movements per day, get a colonic in a series, yes, and then go on to a monthly maintenance, correct?
4: Yes. And also, let's talk about what perfect poop is because nobody knows what it is. Let's say you have a meal, and within half an hour, you go to the bathroom, you sit down, you do not read your subscription magazine, you poop immediately, (laughs) it comes out in letter S shaped. Silver dollar diameter <laughs> floats. It does not have offensive odor, and when you flush it, it breaks down in water. That's perfect poop, and it's brown in color. Make sure that you have that bile in there. So that is the perfect. Anything- I've heard more about poop
3: than ever wanted to know, but that
5: was. <laughs> what if it's a lighter color, like almost white?
4: Well, that means you don't have enough bile. Something maybe you have a blocked bile in your. And that's goblet. pancreatic insufficiency yes. too, yes. So the
3: pancreas is not breaking things down, and also doesn't the brown come from? Dead red blood cells, I think, aren't they being cleaned Iron, out of lack iron. of iron, the, can yeah. it be the,
4: caused from? It's, for, it's um, Well, it, it could be, but it's, it's bile that colors it brown. So you want to make sure that you have a nice brown color, so mm-hmm. nothing is blocked in there. Yes.
3: And soft consistency.
4: Yes, it should be, definitely, it should be right. nice and soft. That's why you want to eat lots of vegetables. It, it's really important that what you uh, eat and drink... So you need to make sure that you're hydrated. You drink a lot of water, like around four or five liters a day. You drink lots of chlorophyll, green juices, celery, cucumber, spinach, vegetable-based. So like vegetarian diet is very healthy for you, but it has to be vegetable-based because a lot of vegetarians eat a lot of pasta, eat a lot of bread. So make sure you include vegetables in your diet and juice. So the more hydrate and you eat the high-water water Content foods, so that's gonna promote the motility of your bowel.
3: So all those things would help you to maintain a good frequency after every after yes. Every meal. Yes, and okay. of course, exercise. Do you add enzymes uh, in there as well. Enzymes.
4: If you uh, emit, either definitely, it's a good thing to eat enzymes. Yes, and uh, they will help to um, break down the foods. And if you are, if you have lots of vegetables, then you don't have to take them. And also, when when it comes to probiotics. It's good to know that they get flushed out of your system in 24 hours. So if you need to take them regularly, if you want to benefit from them. But the most important for your colon is to be hydrated and well-fed and exercised. So you got to exercise every day.
5: And Doc, how would you alter bile production if a patient presented and you you suspected they were having insufficient bile production? How would you alter that?
3: You know, usually I'll start with a gallbladder flush. There's a certain protocol we've, we've talked about in previous shows about how to do a gallbladder flush. We, use, we also like to use a product called Lipogen. It's a Metagenics product. And there's another one. I think it's called Lipocal from Zymogen, which actually stimulates the liver to produce more bile and to release that bile into the intestines. So making sure things flush properly, cleaning it out, and then supporting it to mm-hmm. produce more. And that's just to, ma- to maintain that. But, you know, so if we have a colonic, the question I would do we lose anything in that colonic? Are you losing those natural healthy flora to your, to your colon? Are you losing minerals when you have a colonic?
4: That's excellent, excellent question. Uh, a lot of people are concerned about that. When it comes to electrolytes, there's never been uh, any records of depletion of electrolytes after colonics. Let's talk about uh, how they made. They made mostly in the small intestine. You make about 10 liters a day and only 0.4 liters goes in your large intestine. So you have your colonic for about maybe 45 minutes up to an hour. So there's no way you can lose all of those electrolytes because your electrolytes go uh, throughout the whole entire day into your colon. So eat one almond if you're concerned about that. And when it comes down to natural flora, I want to tell you about the study that was done when they tied certain sections of the colon and they filled it up with uh, different chemicals: seventy percent alcohol ether, ether, two percent compound solution of trisol, five percent silver nitrate, a saturated solution of zinc chlorides, five percent phenol, ten percent. Um, Alcohol.
3: And why would you want to hold that up? Well, because it, it was an
4: experiment, a surgical solution Jeez. of mercury chloride and the solids of camphor, oh. menthol, uh, naphthalene, and bethenaphthale. So in all of these cases, they failed to obtain a full, complete sterilization of the colon. So if those chemicals failed to sterilize the colon, the water definitely not going to hurt it.
3: Okay, so in other words, you're not losing anything, you don't necessarily have
4: to replace anything after colon. Exactly, because what happens, your flora gets all uh, covered with poop and it cannot function because there's so much bacteria in it. Let's say you don't flush out the toxins and you have all that meat sitting and petrifying and creating more bacteria. The, The bacteria creates a lot of gas. You get all bloated and all that bad bacteria starts fighting the good bacteria so all you really need to is clean it out so the good bacteria will regrow on its own.
3: So from a medical standpoint where do you see the most benefit? I mean we've sent people to you with migraine headaches that we've seen get better skin problems.
4: Yes and migraines and headaches uh, basically go away right there on the table because backache and migraine is typically constipation especially backache think about it your colon is closer to your back than the front. So once it starts enlarging, it's going to push on the nerves and then the spine. And it's going to give you a backache. And people run to the chiropractor try to fix it. When in reality, in reality, they need to poop. That's what they need. They need to clean it out. <laughs> there you go. I said <laughs> it again. <laughs> <laughs> So right. I'm originally from Russia, so I call myself a Flushing Russian. <laughs> so when during the session, I say to my clients, we're going to liberate your calling with the Red Russian Army. <laughs> do they
5: come back? <laughs> they do. They
4: back. <laughs> I, my, my log is also your outcome is my income. <laughs> that is on That's my good. card.
3: <laughs> Just as long as you don't keep track of what's coming out. <laughs> So
5: it may interest our listeners to know that uh, they can actually you can monitor. There's it, it, Does your equipment have a glass too? Yes. Yes. Tell them about that, because some people would show up just to see the show.
4: Yes. <laughs> you know I go. I invite their friends or relatives that come with us. Please, no. you're in the front row. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Some doing, some don't. Because it's really fascinating, especially when they bring their little kids with them and they bring toys. The kids want to see what is coming up because it's fascinating. And even though people sometimes don't want to, to see it, eventually they, what is this? What is that? What was that? So because they, they really want to know. They want to know that it left their body and they're clean. And, uh, but sometimes, of course, people come and, uh, they had experiences with other colon therapists and say, Oh, I saw this parasite come out of me. Why oh, I saw this, uh, this and this come out of me. And, uh, I usually don't jump to those conclusions. And if something comes out that looks like a worm and it happens, it doesn't mean it's a worm. It's just intestinal debris. Sometimes I had clients come in and actually had a naturopathic doctor very well known. And she was so scared because a colon therapist told her that whatever she saw only comes out from cancer clients, and she I, has. I,
3: I. <laughs> oh god! And, what
5: a whack! And, and, yeah. Then, yeah. and
4: then she had a blockage possibly, and all this. So she was just freaked out. And of course, if you emotionally uh, scared, you start feeling different things in your body. And I go, well, look, the water's going in and it's going out. There's no blockage. There you go. So she started to relax, and. Uh, I go, you're totally fine. Your colon is working fine. So don't, please don't freak out about that. Well, what amazes
3: me too is what comes out even after you've had a good bowel movement.
4: Yes. Because before treatment, yes. it's
3: like nice to have a bowel movement because it makes mm-hmm. it easier. And then you're still amazed at what else is still backed up inside there.
4: Exactly. That's that. Yes. So, because uh, let's say, Sometimes people are so backed up that their stool is so large it can't even be broken down by water. So I do send them maybe in the in the toilet to release that first wave. Then they come back, Uh and when they come back, especially if it's military guys that came back from like overseas, the look on their face is just priceless because they say, "Wow, it just smells like a cadaver body because it's oh. so bad." Right. And that's not the same kind of smell that you're gonna experience in your bathroom. It's much worse because we reach in like really far into the colon. So that's, just think about it. if we removed all that toxicity, how much better you feel immediately. And your headache is gone. Your energy is back up. Another thing that you notice uh, like after very first colonic that you're not as hungry. And why? Because you start absorbing your nutrients much better. Everything starts working better.
3: Uh, you convinced me. i yeah. be calling <laughs> next week. Yeah, I remember one time after
5: a colonic, I, I had a nightmare where Uh, You know, in the alien movie where the little thing comes out of the guy's chest, (laughs) I'm thinking he's going to go through the glass tube waving at me.
3: (laughs) Here I am.
4: (laughs) Well, sometimes I joke when they say, well, don't we have some good parasites? Don't uh, we need some of those stuff? I go, no worries. I backed it all in the bucket. If you want, we can put it back into you. (laughs) So far, nobody wanted it. (laughs) Nobody's volunteered for that. (laughs) But yeah, uh, but it does go into the sewage. I do not collect anything, <laughs> so it is all enclosed and there's no gas. There's no everything goes through a tube into the sewage. So you complete. You're gonna feel really good, comfortable, and uh, you'll. Everybody says like, "Wow, it's not like what I expected. It's much more relaxing. It's I feel great. I'll be back."
3: Awesome. We need to take a station break again. So if, if you're interested in, in connecting with uh, Tatiana Luntz from Restorations uh, Alternative Healthcare, you can reach her at 760-745-4011. You can call in. We're still here for another 15 minutes, and we're going to take a station break for the Cancer Call Center, the thecancercallcenter.com. We don't make you sick to get you well. And then also the Life Credit Company, turning life insurance into cash for treatment.
2: The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly.
7: If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at CancerCallCenter.com.
0: If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com.
2: You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. All
3: right, so, so during the break, and uh, welcome back, this is the Functional Health Forum. During the break, we were talking a little bit about these types of dietary cleanses that people do and, and whether they're really, a, are they really helpful um, are they really cleaning out the bowels like they reportedly are doing? And then, if you could tell us a little more from your experience, uh, for example, the master cleanse, where people do the cayenne pepper with a little bit of honey and water and drink that like two quarts a day. And they also do an oral, what I call an oral enema or colonic, where you're taking Epsom salt and drinking that with a quart of warm water dissolved, drink it really quickly, and then half an hour you're clearing out a bowel movement. From your experience, is that really helpful?
4: I have a lot of clients who come in specifically for detoxification purposes when they do cleanses. And in my experience, that all of them experience decrease in bowel activity, especially master cleanse. They do go maybe in the beginning, but then they are not able to go because it's just liquid only. And for the colon, there's no fiber going in. There's no food. And when they do a colonic, they do get relief and things do come out. When you do, let's say um juice diet or any kind of cleanse, especially if it involves psyllium husk or psyllium seed, the fiber that expands, at first they start going to the bathroom and think, great, but then boom, they don't go at all because if, if uh, they don't drink enough water and th- the colon is kind of on the different feeding pattern, it stops eliminating, so and they keep taking that fiber and it keeps expanding in their gut. And before they know it, they're completely backed up. And when they come to me, it's been usually days since they went to the bathroom. So again, the water from the colonic helps to rehydrate it and eliminate that. So for that reason, especially, I highly recommend that when you do any kind of cleanse, especially involving in psyllium, you do want to get colonics to clean it all out so the yeah.
3: psyllium absorbing the water in your stomach and in your, your cold yes your colon. it does so you're really not passing stool as well you're right? not although the- they, they tell you take it for constipation you're actually making the problem worse. yes
4: you're making it worse Oops. if you are not already going and you're going to start taking that kind of fiber you will get more constipated in my experience so you because people do not drink enough water especially now hot weather everybody's dehydrated so and the main really reason for diseases dehydration constipation so if you rehydrate and eliminate the waste out of your body you're gonna be much healthier
5: the moment you the moment you said that our board operator picked up his water bottle and chugged I love it. water
4: (laughs) (laughs) he's coming in we're gonna make him (laughs) and and i
5: gotta know when you're at a cocktail party and you're standing there next to the beanie weenies and somebody says tatiana What do you do for work?
4: Um, Oh, yeah, I go for it.
5: (laughs) Because (laughs) I remember when my kids... (laughs) Do you tell them everything's going to work out? Oh, I do.
4: I love talking about it, but I have fun with it, as you know. So (laughs) I, I make it very entertaining, but also informative and educating because it's really important. My goal is to educate people. About their health, because, like I told you, people don 't know what their organs are; they won't know more about football than what's inside of their body and what happens when you swallow that food. so, on the first colonic, I usually take a tour once you swallow food, what happens to it? where does it go so it's uh, very, very important but yes uh, uh some people want to know, but some uh, don't want to that's really actually a very good question because I noticed that when people come in and they say. And I ask him how long you had the constipation problem. And they go, Oh, it was a long time. I don't remember when I started, like when I was, since I was little. Immediately I ask them about, Well, tell me about your mom and dad. Tell me about your childhood. Because if they had a tough childhood and they had a lot of stress in the family, whether it was alcohol or drug addiction or fighting or abuse, physical, emotional, as a kid, you're going to, hold on to your emotions and you're also going to hold on to bowel movements so they do not go to the bathroom. And also, depending on what kind of a potty training you had when you were a kid, if you were punished for accidents somewhere, if you had them not in the bathroom and you had an accident and you were punished for it, then You don't even want to talk about bowel movements. You don't want to admit you have bowel movements. You don't want nothing to do with it. And if you were raised in a loving environment when your mom and dad encouraged you to have bowel movement, then later on in life, you seek more care about your body and you're actually much healthier. So that's how far it goes. So I also, because we can have a, a great session if my client is relaxed and emotionally comfortable with me. So I'm trying to get them to that um, point when they can release whatever it is in their body. Because it could be not just physical, it could be emotional trauma that they had. And once they're comfortable, things can actually flow easily and uh, they can release emotionally as well.
5: So you feel counseling is actually a part of your profession?
4: I kind of became that, yes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) By default? Yes. (laughs) Yes. So that's interesting because you have somebody in a pretty vulnerable position and they actually (laughs) begin to express some of their concerns and some of their emotional concerns. Mm -hmm. Yes,
4: sometimes people cry for no reason. They actually just start crying and they don't even know why. And I just give them tissue. Okay, go ahead. It's not a bad thing.
3: I had another colon hydrotherapist tell me, she says, it's amazing what people will tell you while they're getting a session.
4: So like it's like a interesting. You're already,
3: you're what? It's like a bartender. I should collect tips. Then. All they got to do is order a beer, and you hear all about their
5: problems. You
3: know? I'd rather make the martini. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting because as you were as you were saying about the emotions, I was looking at the uh, neuroemotional chart, which talks about the large intestine being uh, dogmatically positioned as the emotion attachment. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, some of the smaller emotions that go with that, or some of the Non major emotions or crying, uh, compelled to uh, it's in your transverse defensive. colon,
4: that's where your emotions go. That's when you are sick, like when you're stressed, you, you feel that area. That's why I say I'm sick to my stomach, or you're like happy, you feel butterflies in there. That is your colon, and your colon is your second brain, as oh. you know, Dr. Winkler, right? Exactly. So, it's you have two brains, you have one in the head. Sometimes it messes up with you, but your gut feeling—that's what your brain is. Your gut feeling is the only true feeling that you have. You always go with your gut, and you have more brain stem cells in your gut than in your brain. So, you uh, in your gut, you create serotonin, dopamine, and neurotransmitters that regulate your mood. So, if your colon is not working properly, guess what? You're gonna be maybe depressed. You're not gonna be happy, and uh, your head's not gonna be working as well as it should. So, it's really great thing to take care of your gut.
3: So that's a lot of insight into all the different benefits to the uh, colonics. Tell us also, like, when can you not have a colonic? What would be like a contraindication?
4: Mm-hmm. The contraindication would be anything severe, like severe heart condition. If you had like surgery uh, recently, like six weeks prior.
3: So six weeks before you had Yes. So in other words, if part of your colon were removed, you'd have to wait six weeks before. Yes. Okay.
4: Yes. Um, aneurysm. Um, severe anemia. Um, um Ulcerative colitis, but again, with doctor permission, it's a great thing to do colonic, but you just have to make sure that you work with the doctor, and then it's a go. Crohn's disease also, with the doctor, it's a great thing to do. Uh, cirrhosis of the liver, abdominal hernia, renal insufficiency, and... um. um so That's renal early.
3: insufficiency, as you saying the kidneys aren't working as well. You would think that cleaning the colon out would actually help that.
4: Again, with a doctor, yes, you can do it. It just, you right. uh, well, just, if your kidney is totally failing, you probably okay. not one of to. But if, uh, yes, because kidneys will be helped by hydra- rehydrating the colon and relieving the, the toxicity from the colon.
3: Okay, we've got a, another caller on the line. Caller, are you there?
6: Hello, this is Laurel. Oh, this Hi, is a testimonial, I
3: think.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Tatiana, darling. Hello, Laurel. I love Laurel. She's such a sweet spirit. Thank you, Tatiana.
5: So you, you've been getting colonics for some time, and you're you're a fan of Tatiana?
6: <laughs> uh, yes, that is true. As a matter of fact, I met Tatiana nearly seven years ago, and um and I've had colonics. I've had colonics in a lot of different places throughout the world. And um, I've also been in um, several sessions. Um, um, different. Um, uh, 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 what should I say? With Tony Robbins, I've actually been uh, to Tony Robbins events. Yes. And he actually he he actually recommends colonics as well. So I've had them in Fiji and Australia. And um, about seven years ago, I, was, I, was, I had a very serious cancer and um, I, I credit my um, my longevity so far with having colonics and having them regularly. I've perhaps had hundreds of colonics and I would actually say it's got also a lot to do with the therapist and Tatiana is one of the kindest, gentlest Counseling therapist that no matter what you might be going through, it actually helps, she helps you relax and cleanse and let go of not just physical matter that may have been blocked, but also, um, but also very, very deep emotional, um, blockage that we may have held either consciously or subconsciously from our past. So um, I'm a high advocate of uh, colonics and I speak of it wildly, widely. But as Tatiana says, sometimes it's a lack of education that people sort of don't want to get into that subject. But it's, in my opinion, it's absolutely, there's, there's not really a detox or a cleansing of the system and the organs of the body, and particularly the colon, unless there's um, um, fairly consistent um, colonics there.
3: Awesome. Laurel, thank you so much team. for calling. We've got to finish up our show here. But thank you so much mm-hmm. for calling. And I definitely, uh, we definitely see from personal experience the advantages of, of really a healing process that occurs through colon hydrotherapy. Very fascinating. Mm-hmm. Tatiana thank, uh, you so much for, thank, Tatiana, thank you so much for being on the show today. And, Lowell, thank, thank you so you. much for calling. So we have a close here. We're going to talk to you here about uh, the Cancer Call Center. If anyone is struggling with cancer, you can log on to the www.cancercallcenter.com. Contact them today. Uh, this has been uh, Dr. Jurgen Winkler from Quantum Functional Medicine, a clinic in Carlsbad. You can reach my office by calling 760-585-4616 or log on to www.qfmed.com. Also along with us has been Rick Hill, co-host, and this has been the Functional Health Forum. Have a great day.
2: for listening and participating in this week's Functional Health Forum with Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Tune in next Saturday from noon to 1 for the next edition of the Functional Health Forum right here on 1210 a.m. KPRZ. You can also listen to this and previously recorded shows on SoundCloud. Search Functional Health Forum.
0: The Functional Health Forum on KPRZ is sponsored by the Cancer Call Center.